You are listening to Grand Fresh, a podcast made just for you. Remember to always stay fresh and current, or else. This is the Crent Fresh crew reporting live from the Crent Fresh Zoo. I'm here with my animal correspondent, Hank. Hello, I'm uh, the humble uh, monkey with my broom and my little sweeping stuff, you know? Ah. And I'm Zookeeper Ian. Uh, you might recognize me from my, um, my many appearances on the evening news uh, whenever there's an escaped gorilla or uh, leopard. I'm... Uh, Alex, and I'm a toucan, and I'm walking around the zoo, but I'm not crazy for Cocoa Pups. I'm Foncho Huddy. <laughs> uh, oh, just to correct the record, uh, uh, Sonny the Cocoa Puffs monster is actually, uh, he's a bird. He's a cuckoo bird, not oh. a toucan. Oh. You're thinking of uh, oh, the, fru- the Fruited Loops. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm Fred, I'm a bear, and uh, I just sit in my enclosure and I stare at people. And then if people stare at me long enough, I give them the nod. Oh. So, uh, mm. And then they throw, like, french fries at you? No, no, no. They throw honeycombs at me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like like the cereal. Well, that's cereal great to hear. So if this is your first time joining us, uh, this is a show about fresh content and current events. It's very obvious from the introduction we just gave. Yeah, so, everybody knows what Krent means. Yeah, so why don't we just dump right into the, the new friends. It's our segment where we kind of talk about things and people that are impacting the world today in this modern age that we all are forced to live in together. And yeah, I got, um, I think we're, you know, we're going to, I got some new friends or I, I don't know what I would classify them as. <laughs> you having like a freestyle moment <laughs> over there? Uh, no, yeah, Keep I mean, it going. Yeah, Hank's yeah, spitting right now. You don't spit for us very often. Um, no, I don't. I just like, you know, I, I, I say it, I don't spray it. <laughs> mm. Ain't that the truth? Consider it. Um, but yeah, I got some new friends or new fiends, maybe. So this is Republican lawmakers in uh, Tennessee. Mm. Yes. The only ten I see is Ben Ten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was bullshit that his name was Tennyson. Ben Tennyson. Uh, but they're raising objections to a proposal that would add feminine hygiene products to the list of items that can be purchased during the state's annual sales tax holiday. According to the AP, the GOP lawmakers were wor- worried that women would abuse the law and purchase too many feminine hygiene products during the pause on the state sales tax. This is just far too many feminine hygiene products. <laughs> they like, what products. do we do? I, I don't get it. Isn't the whole point of a tax holiday to like have everyone go hog wild? They're like, no, we, who knows what could happen if they like buy too many tampons. Yeah, we might lose $200 or some bullshit. <laughs> I would think since it's a sales tax holiday, there's really no limit on the number of items anybody can purchase, Republican State Senator Joe Hensley said during a debate on the proposal on Tuesday. Um, I don't know how you would limit one person so that they did not purchase too many items. Yeah, people are gonna go just like spend their rent on just like tampons. They're like, oh, because we of the tax. Like, what the fuck was gonna happen? 
It's going to create some sort of pad monster. <laughs> yeah, they're finally going to be able to finish their creation. Like, they've been building this gigantic mech, and they're finally, like, they have to the put the, la- the last... tampon man. <laughs> the power of oh, the it's a tampon man. <laughs> they have to seal the cockpit. He's, just... <laughs> He's destroying the city. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but, yes, eliminating the, eliminating the so-called tampon tax has been a growing movement across the state and the country. Advocates argue that feminine hygiene products are not a luxury item and are a basic necessity that should be added to a list of necessities that aren't subject to taxes, such as groceries, medicine, and toilet paper. But according to the Period Equity, a group fighting to eliminate the tampon tax, feminine hygiene products are taxed in 31 states, including Tennessee. Uh, Allison Wilson, a legislative assistant for Hensley, said that the concern was over how much adding... Feminine hygiene products to the list of tax-free items would cost the state. It might be too expensive, you know, to stop taxing them. Yeah. yeah it's o- no, that's not how taxes work. <laughs> They're like, oh, st- sorry, no, too No, no, you don't understand. Like, they can say the, that. All the teachers' salaries, the roads, it's the tampon tax. Yeah, like, you know, fire- fund fi- everything. firefighters, police officers. Uh, what more do you want? <laughs> you want clean Fighting water? together Come in the on. streets in France. <laughs> But she says every bill has to be received, has to receive funding to be implemented. And it's up to the sponsor to find those funds, Wilson said. Wait, 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 wait. So you have to like, you have to spend your money to get a bill passed in your government that you already pay for with your taxes. So they're like, you got to give us like, you need $300 million worth of funding because that's how much the the tax costs. So so take it away. You got to pay for it all. You got to pay for it in full. Remember that? Uh, that extreme couponing lad. Oh yeah, the one that bought uh, a feminine hygiene products for his entire uh, college, oh, university class, or this whatever. Is, this is where some uh, entrepreneuring young, young person can step in. Yeah, why we should be calling up the extreme couponers hotline, getting their best and brightest on this. Get down to Tennessee. They're like, he's there. There's a three million dollars on the uh, on the cash register, and he's like, all right, did you have any coupons? And he's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop, just boop, goes from three boop. million to like eighty. <laughs> There's like a million. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm really nervous. I see that number ticking down, and the computer just freezes." <laughs> Cuts to commercial. Yeah, the average woman can expect to spend over a thousand dollars on menstrual products over the course of a lifetime, according to a report from Obstetics and Gynecology. More than one in five report women report they can't even afford to buy the products every month. Because mm. they're too expensive from the tax. Yeah, release the tampons. Release uh, the tampons. <laughs> that would need its own little song. We'll yeah. figure it out. They should do like a, um, a Tennessee tampon party. Kind of like in the vein of the Boston Tea Party. Oh, <laughs> the tampon. And they can dump it into the Mississippi. They'll, they'll soak it all up. What will they do? The oh, yeah. They'll soak up the Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we didn't think about this. What yeah, river yeah. would it not soak up? Oh, probably the Ganges. Yeah, they're still dealing with that in, in Boston. The harbor still tastes like uh, uh, Earl Grey. Yeah, the harbor tastes like Earl Grey, and the uh, sidewalks taste like molasses. All the fish are addicted to it. Yeah. Everybody's tarred and feathered. You got something uh, fun for us, Alex? Mm. Just finish that sip for it. Oh, yeah. Nice and slow. So, if you were going across your favorite border, think of it. P- oh, pr- right now. Um, picture, picture your favorite border. The New Hampshire-Massachusetts border. Yep. What Now, what would you smuggle over the border if it were, you know, there were somebody checking you there? Oh, hmm. from, from which side to which side? From Massachusetts into New Hampshire or the other way around? Hmm. I, what, would, what would you smuggle into New Hampshire? 
I would smuggle in um, one of Hank's children. Very <laughs> <laughs> um, good. Maybe like I know they really don't like it when you bring in um like foreign vegetation from lakes. They don't like oh. that in New Hampshire. I bring in some like lake stuff from Massachusetts and I throw it in their lakes. Just, just block a bag full of lake stuff. Yeah, just fuck it all up. <laughs> just fuck me up with lake stuff. And then the other way around, it would be a big TV. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Get those taxes ready. Yeah. But yeah. Or not ready. So this is a story from Fox News, and they detail the nine craziest things seized by Customs and Border Patrol. Oh, so we're talking like a like kind of a a bigger border than the New Hampshire Massachusetts border. Yeah, we're talking country border. We're we're talking a border so big that people are smuggling. For example, live pigeons. That's right. Officials stopped a 23-year-old Australian man after they discovered two eggs in a vitamin container in his luggage. It was under his pant leg, and they discovered pigeons wrapped in padded envelopes secured to his legs with a pair of tights. Um, so, you know, they don't usually like when you bring wildlife over the border, but they also don't like it when you bring Egyptian mummy linen. Oh. Don't. <laughs> Not just any linen. In Michigan, they seized five jars of ancient Egyptian mummy li- linen oh coming illegally through the northern border. Dude, the ancient mummy linen in Michigan? You're going to take that stuff away from my boy Nez Yaman? <laughs> yeah. This is... They need that to generate the rest of him. They already have his vocal cords. <laughs> Return the linen. <laughs> or, what about live... Uh, what is that? A tar- Oh, a tarantula. A live tarantula. Yeah, yeah, no, that's pretty normal though. But yeah, the, <laughs> this is the best one. A man disguised as a car seat. Oh, oh they pulled a Professor Slugward, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so this man, he's inside of a car seat. He's got the little, little head part over his head. Did, um, did he learn how to like squat real good for that? Like, it looks like he's kind of freestyling it. Yeah, those, his legs are kind of nice with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. they pull up to like the the border patrol. And you know, the he, dudes are the guards are like, oh, that looks like a very comfortable seat, and they like sit in it. And they're like, all right, wait a minute. He'd be like, do you mind if I sit on your very comfortable car seat? <laughs> no, he's he, like, hmm, I, this seems like a good place to fart. <laughs> now this one's definitely <laughs> the chair farts too. <laughs> Here, of course, because it's Fox News, they start editorializing. It's like, oh, Mexican national Enrique Aguilar Canchola can be seen sewn into a passenger seat of a vehicle in an attempt to <laughs> illegally <laughs> enter the U.S. Um, This was only the beginning of an intricate and potentially dangerous compact spaces undocumented immigrants have tried to squeeze into to cross. So they're they're fear-mongering. They're like, check check your car seat. Check your cooler. When you're returning from the beach, there's a Mexican in there. Uh, So yeah, thanks, Fox News. So what what about live songbirds? They're singing. They're in your boots. That seems like a very difficult thing to like move. Can you you tape a bird's beak shut and have it be all right? Because don't they breathe like through their mouths? Speaking, they, they of, speaking of which, like a big bag of dead birds. What? Oh, come on. They're already dead. Yeah. Okay. And then Let we're them gonna, in. We're going to clean it up. We got the lightning round. Uh, live tropical fish. Um, a whole pig's head cooked. Oh, and, that's not that bad. And black market bologna. What the fuck? <laughs> that's right. Uh, in <laughs> November 2019, CBP officials seized more than 150 pounds of the curious deli meat. Port entry in El Paso, Texas. They said the bologna is prohibited to cross the border due to its pork content. What, it's too much pork? 
They said uh, foreign animal diseases could cross into the U.S. through the, the pork population. Yeah, when I feed bologna to my, my farm animals. <laughs> my illegal bologna. The smuggler tried to tell officers that it was turkey. Oh, that would have made it okay, right? Oh, so they, lie, they didn't lie about it. But we, we could only fine. keep one, though. Which So we, who are we keeping? Bologna. Dude, we, chairman. I yeah, we can't be, we're keeping chairman. What's the, en, Enrique? <laughs> Nobody accidentally sit on him. Can though. we get an honorable mention for bologna, at least? Bologna, yeah, well, Enrique, one hundred and fifty pounds of fake bologna. Like, that's come a lot on, of, that's like a whole human worth of bologna. Yeah. Okay, Ooh. this has been bothering me this whole time. Number nine was Australia, the Border Patrol in Australia. No, so it was no, a, no. Customs. Like, no, it was that would be it had to. It be was an customs, Australian so. man who did it. Oh, okay. And it was okay. U.S. Customs. <laughs> They're like, hey, these aren't just any birds. At least Fred knows that the ocean does exist between uh, America and Australia. Thank God. And he also has a new friend for us. Yeah, you know, it's, um, it's, you can call it a friend. I call it a jellyfish. But, uh, they can sting you with tiny grenades. What? Even if you didn't touch them. All right. They I'm throw on. the grenades what? at you. <laughs> so, so we got jellyfish that are being very sneaky about it. Uh, in the Cassiopeia... Shemashana family. <laughs> it's an upside down jellyfish found in the Caribbean Sea, Gulf of Mexico. Speaking of Mexico, Mexican border of Mexico. Yeah, people um, in Tennessee gotta stop putting these in the river so they end up in the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> yeah, jellyfish should be tax free. <laughs> so uh, when they're disturbed, the creature acts like a space movie mothership. It emits, emits tiny balls of stinging cells that then swim around on their own, zapping oh, anything pew, in their path. Does it put out little shock tatos? <laughs> they have little cilia on them that they use to like swim through shit. They were testing it. They released a bunch of uh, microscopic shrimp into <laughs> like one of a uh, drop of water that had these little things in them. And it, they were dead within 60 seconds. Dude, who would win 100 oh micro God. shrimp or one tiny grenade? <laughs> <laughs> Angel Yaganahara, a jellyfish envenomation expert, the universe of Hawaii, said this finding... In the universe of Hawaii. Wait, wait, hold universe. on. Can we, I got to recap. So they got this upside down jellyfish in the Gulf of Mexico. Yep. And it's like sending out like little pew pews and it's killing all the little population around it. The micro what do you mean little grenades? I really don't get that part. Yeah. Okay, I just okay. made a little sound effect there. <laughs> also, who wrote this article? Because I love when they Was discover the new species and they write like, it's like... It's, it's like an a- alien mothership, but it's doing a 360. <laughs> this is the New York Times. Oh, oh God. Oh, this is like so This is what I would below, expect like, from the New York uh, Times, honestly. Not historically, but come on. <laughs> yeah, they got to try... Yeah, Wait, can, who's, who but, wrote uh, this? So this was... May they live in infamy. <laughs> written by uh, Cara Giam... Gimo? Okay, I don't know who that yeah, is. Yeah, from the famous Gimo uh, dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, these jellyfish are paradigm shifting, according to the angel. Um, according to the angel? <laughs> <laughs> the, That's the, right. aforementioned angel. That's right. This is an NGE prequel. <laughs> okay, so they don't seem very threatening at first. They don't move at all. They're just little starfish on the ground, basically. But but they're jellyfish. But they're about to learn that. <laughs> Dr. Ames says that they're beautiful, and that's his only quote in the entire article. This summer, Dr. Ames <laughs> is going to find out. That's a, 
That quote, though, is just like he had a glazed look in his eyes. He's like, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. <laughs> it spins and spins. <laughs> I bet he puts them on his eyes. Fucking psycho. It does jellyfish. <laughs> it's like the tequila shot. You've been, but instead of limes, you put in the jellyfish. Oh, like the suicide shot, yeah. except you're like doing a shot of jellyfish and then you squeeze jellyfish in your eyes and you <laughs> snort a jellyfish off a table. Yeah, that's what got uh, the crocodile hunter. Yeah. Please cut that. <laughs> this was actually, this study was put in place by the U.S. Navy because Marines were just going into the water and just ending up, quote, lit up like a Christmas tree, end quote. Everything this is an idiot. <laughs> like, like, it's little grenades. And they were just like, like, what? what is, are what? these like little stinger thingies? Difficult like, to source jellyfish stings. There's no way this can them. be like, worse than a man of war. Like, there's just no way. He just, like, is man wars, and he's, like, for all with Or the little box jellyfish in Australia. Like, there's just no way this stupid upside-down shit <laughs> shit thing that we just discovered is important. They call them, they're calling them self-propelling jelly-filled packages of stinging cells. Jelly-filled? Yeah. <laughs> they're just, like, mucus balls packed with, like, deadly electro balls. You're entering the jelly fields. I feel like we've entered the jellyfish the... fields. <laughs> I feel like we keep entering the malpropism zone. Yeah. <laughs> this, this article is like a beautiful lie. <laughs> yeah. They're basically just a bunch of little pieces of popcorn that move around by themselves. Oh, like, there's no way to describe this in, isn't like a simile with something stupid. Like, Imagine it's like a million rubber bands. <laughs> just just like, stop saying shit voice. like that. <laughs> Imagine squeezing an orange. <laughs> it's like a lemon. A blue nose. together like a shoestring. <laughs> so they... Don't they tell actually... me anything else about this <laughs> jellyfish. I don't care. Avoid all similes and metaphors. The things the, themselves, little packages of, of shit, are called cassiosomes. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, what does that imply? What's going on? Why was this article written? <laughs> Why couldn't this just be like published in a nature journal like everything else? Yeah, I can't believe this is on the New York Times. Because this is important. I hope this man was fired. Or this woman. <laughs> they do mention, speaking of there being more dangerous jellyfish in this, that there are other jellyfish we're much more worried about. Yeah. <laughs> and then don't list them. So let's just ignore this one, I think. from We the... got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, I don't want Literally. to put this one on the board, honestly. If he has grenade fingers and shit. Yeah, so like that's what I'm saying. So could, you said it was a little. Be you said it was a, a bag of shit popcorn piece that uh, has grenades. So I'm gonna say no. So fiend. This yeah, is a fiend. that's a fiend. Yeah, yeah it's like the Republicans in, are like yeah. fiend. Can I put it in the containment quadrant? The uh, I got a little a little something for us. Maybe round us out here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So a Cape Town restaurant just won the Guinness World Record for most milkshakes. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yes. So the Guinness Book of World Records has named a South African restaurant the official title holder for most varieties of milkshakes commercially available. So uh, very uh, big claps here for Gibson's Gourmet Burgers and Ribs because they have a milkshake that can satisfy every sugarholic. Oh, shit. Like, we got the cardboard shake. We got the rug-flavored shake. We the guy's got the screaming, tea. I need it. <laughs> They have a total of 207 varieties on their menu. So located... 207? What, that... what types of milkshakes do they have? What? So basically they watched that original YouTube video about muffins and they made a shake shop. That, is, that extremely new cutting video about <laughs> Dude, muffins. the original YouTube video. I'm making milkshakes as best as I can. <laughs> yeah, they don't have an Israeli-Palestinian conflict milkshake. <laughs> no, no, shake. Are you sure? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I checked. <laughs> Located in Cape Town's bustling Victoria and Alfred waterfront. That's also funny. Uh, Gibson offers a brain-freezing array of exotic combinations, from Nutella and mascarpone to Oreo cheesecake. Mmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. They give you brain in your freeze. We got cheese flavored. We got cake flavored. And then you're made into a cake. Can't you just like you could make a milkshake with like nails and screws and stuff? Like we could easily make 208 milkshakes from like just shit I have in the cabinets. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one has uh, eight millimeter nails. This one's got six. I love my, my mercury nails. flavored says, uh, milkshake. Says just dirt. mercury. This one will keep you held together. This one's dirt. This one's manure. Got a bunch of nails in it. Oh, or the turpentine. Oh yeah, you can make one out of turpentine. <laughs> yeah, there's really no rules. It's uh, to good this. for your health. This one's got a hat. <laughs> uh, so they have fat-free, vegan, and Adults only alcoholic options also available. <laughs> That's when, right. It's a, a titty uh, ice cream milkshake. <laughs> so uh, restu- restaurant <laughs> cut all those of are adult only. Restaurant co-owner Ian Haffen says, "When we initially opened up the restaurant, we had about forty milkshakes. Because they were so popular, it became one hundred, then one hundred and fifty, then two hundred, then two hundred and seven. So it happened over a period of five years." So this guy, I want to commend him for just upping the ante real hard every year. Yeah, I can't see that ante anymore. It's just like, we're, we're, so we're fucking thousand flavors. Imagine having 50 milkshakes on your menu and being like, uh, we could add like 50 more, right? And then, and then being at that. 150 and be like, let's go to 200. And, and you 50 get to 200, more by the like, end of this year. And you get to 200, you're like, oh, man, uh, we could do seven more <laughs> like for the whole year. That's like the most creative they can get. Uh, we've always sold a lot of milkshakes. We've always come up with cutting-edge flavors, uh, mainly served in a standard 330-milliliter glass, reminiscent of an American soda shop-era 1930s double-thick uh, glass container. What the fuck? Ew, cool. Wow. Yeah. double-thick. <laughs> First-time visitor Marcel Brown said he saw a Facebook advertisement about the Guinness World Record and decided to have a look for himself. He says... It exceeded my expectations so much, like, I'm going to come back here as soon as possible again to try out every single milkshake as far as I can, because they all just look amazing, he said. <laughs> Day 177. Am I my 406th milkshake? <laughs> yeah, so the article, like, sadly does not explore, like, some of the more esoteric flavors, so I'm going to just do a little uh, Googling here. Yeah, we're going to hack into Gibson's here. Let's see what the... Gibson's main In the database. Is. What I'm wondering is if... Uh, so, normal ice cream shops... If you order a frap, you're an asshole for all the ten people in line behind you. But you know, people still do it. I do it sometimes. Oh, they're so good. They're so delicious. <laughs> Fraps are great. And but they take so much longer to make inside of a regular ice cream shop, hopefully, compared to a shop just with fraps and milkshakes in them. Uh, I'm trying to look for their menu. Uh, they have a lot of good reviews on TripAdvisor. We're flying out to South Africa to have one milkshake. Yeah, that's like and Bezo- fly back. That's Bezos mode. <laughs> Dude, do you think they get a lot of boys in their yard? Oh yeah, I mean, with all the milkshakes they're selling, like they obviously attract a lot of customers. If that's what you're implying. Uh, let's look at their menu. Okay, they said that they have a lot of milkshakes. Um, okay, in the yard. <laughs> their menu says we have a lot of milkshakes. Okay, here's what it says. It says they have gourmet shakes. Freak shakes. Okay, click on that. Give me, give me that freak shake. F R E E K, which might be like slang in South Africa. Like I'm not sure. Stands for frozen eek. <laughs> frozen eels and ribs. Okay. Um. A f- I don't know where the ribs. Comes okay, so the freak shakes, and it's, this is trademarked. Freak. F R E E K. 
So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to drop that in the description here. Take your milkshake and you freak it. Yeah, so uh, on this menu, they got the strawberry freak. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so on top, they got strawberry pulp on the rim, whipped cream, strawberry pulp, drizzle, marshmallows, strawberries, 100s and 1,000 sprinkles, uh, meringue biscuits yeah. filled with um, p- strawberry pulp. On strawberry sweater already. <laughs> <laughs> strawberry fizzer sweet coconut ice blocks, crushed meringue, and bubblegum jelly beans. And Wrapped pulp. in strawberry... F- I like they, how much pulp there is. Then they have the uh, peppermint caramel freak. <laughs> is that also you? Is that a caramel pulp? <laughs> no, but I do well? know. <laughs> yeah, these just get um, kind of stupid. Like they're all just like, like dirt different. flavored. Yeah. Let's go. Actual grass. The place for you, Hank. Uh, it's me, the dirt freak. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the dirt freak, Hank? Dirt. Delicious. <laughs> All right, so I found the complete list. So I'm just literally gonna rattle off the ones that are really weird. There we go. We're just freestyling off the dope. Dude, we're just freaking. <laughs> we're just freaking out. So they got uh, the toasted almond. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't like almonds. So. Yeah, Fred doesn't like almonds, so that one's off the table. You get 206 Fuck flavors that. now. Yeah, delete it. Uh, apple pie and cream. Mm. Grandma's recipe. <laughs> Keep them coming, Granny. Uh, banana offie. It's a uh, banana and English toffee, uh, honeycomb, crushed honeycomb candy. Oh, well, I'm so glad. Um, these are actually way more boring than I thought they would be. <laughs> They're just like uh, I mean, we like put a banana fruits. and like another fruit. We're in just it, combining and... them and through like permutations. Getting Ooh, they got the out. honey and nut. Vanilla honey and nut contains nuts. <laughs> so not not the honey nut, Enough but nuts honey to make and you nuts. Satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I want to see if it gets crazier as we get into, like, the 200s. Yeah, like, the 204th <laughs> one is, like, Wally the Green Monster, Coco Mint Surprise. I want to know what the 207th is. They, uh, so they were numbered for a while, and they just stopped being numbered, like, randomly. It's very odd. Um, yeah, they have the Salty Williams. <laughs> 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 is that the last one present no actually i misspoke it was the sally williams uh oh, <laughs> sally williams liqueur nutty nougat delight contains nuts i'm sorry one of you has to be salty williams <laughs> I, could be, I could be salty williams because i'm always salty about stuff yeah. I, I have feuds with so many <laughs> ongoing feuds I might have. we have another great name now yeah so, speaking of uh, Salty Williams, I, Hank, do you have any uh, salty confections for us? Or are these another, are these some Sweetums? We gotta, we gotta, it's, well, well it's a little bit of the in-between, so we're gonna get a little, uh, get a little box shake going. Oh, oh Ooh, man. Very substantive, there's at oh, least wow. a couple things in there. Does that you know, sound I don't heavy? often get to shake the box, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't like it already. I'll give it a subtle shaker. I love your peaches, That's... I'd like to shake your box. That's like multi-parted. <laughs> So kind of dun, like multilingual dun, dun, dun. thing. We right, have... Here it comes. Oh. I knew it. What is it? I knew oh, it. Oh, it's crunky. Crunchy. <laughs> oh, right. oh crunky. it's not. I, I misspoke. Crunky. Oh, my it's God. It's crunky. The corn. <laughs> Guys, it's crunky. The corn. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, get a picture with me and crunky, man. Yeah, it's, yes, it's crunky. It's uh, The box is very interesting. It's from a company called Lottie. And uh, it just says crunky. There's a picture of corn on it, and it just says crunch chocolate. <laughs> so let's try to get a little um. Get crunky up in here. Taking a picture crunky of you up. and crunky. 
It's time to get funky. It's me and crunk it. Don't crunk off your, your nose hole, man. What? <laughs> your uh, your nose, Bob. Don't crunk off your nose hole. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so it's, it's uh, a candy. The box has corn on it. It says crunky crunch chocolate. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting all ready right now. I do like the English on this. Like the crunky, like... Let's get in uh, the the unraveling. I feel like crunky is like a, a sister emotion to hangry. <laughs> but I'm so crunky. <laughs> the only other English on the entire packaging is uh, the company name Lot. Yes, we got a lot, a lot of crunky. Of crunk. They're wrapped up, uh, wrapped up kind of like Wonka bars. Yeah, it's like sealed, so it looks wow. like kind of like white chocolate. Oh man, it's, it's very crunk. It's very corn. I mean, it kind of smells like corn. Have we mentioned that there's corn on the front of it? Yes, it's it's. <laughs> this is a corn-inspired uh, flavor uh, creation. But it is chocolate from the right? magnificent minds over at Lottie. No, imagine if you hadn't wow. heard of this candy before and you heard the name Crunky. Crunky. Let's give this thing a, a little taste of roux. Mm. Oh, I taste the corn. You can, yeah. ta- you can taste the corn and the chocolate, but it's pretty good. Yeah, no, it's like. Mm. It's like corn pops, chocolate. Yeah, wow. you know what this this tastes like corn pops. Like I ate a whole bowl of cereal. It, it does kind good. of taste like those wafers that you can get with like the cream on the in the middle of them. It tastes like cream corn. Yeah, we got like a, we got a ton. I've got mm. two bars of crunky, and each bar is like pretty hefty. Mm. Yeah, let me let me get one more, and then I think I'll be in a, in a good headspace to you'll be consider all, it. You'll be all crunked out. Get crunky. Take a crunk on the floor. Dude, I get grunky. I get mad and grumpy. It's embossed with the Lati logo. Um, if you look at it, it's kind of like almost like a crunch bar, except it's white. It's got that corn stuff. In Definitely it. has the consistency of a crunch bar. Mm-hmm. It, it almost reminds me of Kit Kats, though, too. So, okay. like, on the back, it has a picture of like putting it in a microwave, and it changes <laughs> colors if you like, or not what? literally, but it turns like brown if you cook it. Why would I cook this? It turns toasty. I don't know. Like, wouldn't it just melt? It's just chocolate. Well, it would turn into bread, wouldn't it? Would it turn into bread? No (laughs) one. Wait, what? This is so strange. Like, the very first bite, like, I was actually physically repulsed by it because of the flavor. Are we? But like on the second bite, I don't know. It it just it sat fine. It was just. So, I'm honestly ready to get my review here. I don't think it tastes great, but it tastes okay. And it has a little bit of novelty, like you can taste the corn in it. It's called fucking Crunky. Yeah, yeah the, the that's name is the main. That's point. the best part about it is it's called Crunky. I want to just give it an honorary point for Crunky, just right off the bat. So at least one. I'm gonna give it an honorary half point. I would give it a two and a half normally because it's like average, but a little. I'll bump it up to a three. I'm gonna give this a three. Yeah. All right, this is like easy three. Like I feel like this is the mm. baseline of the perfect three. Like I'm gonna disagree with you, Hank. I'm gonna call this one a two. Oh. And the reason I say that is because this is basically like those milk and cereal bars, except done worse. Mm. Do you remember those old Kellogg's milk and cereal bars? No, wait, no. But that—that's. I still eat it's them. Working. I feel like there's way more milk. This would have been better with like an Oreo cream if it had like an mm. Oreo cream. But here's the thing: so we kind of go out of our way to try different things. So it's like, of course, you could put the chocolate with cream. You could put some nuts in there. But for this candy, that's like we're gonna make the corn candy. Like I have to give it credit for like what it it set out to do, and it and you know I think it, it pulled yeah. it off. So Actually, yeah, no, it you know what? Corn very well. I just like thought of another angle for this. This is basically like popcorn with chocolate on it. Like, yeah. So yeah. 
in that regard, it's not like I'm still gonna give it a two because I found it very off-putting. Just the consistency, and like, it's, it's very pretty, dense. You can't really taste like a like a buttery popcorn thing. It's it's kind of more if you have like kettle corn with chocolate. Like you, it's yeah. more of like a sweet and salty type popcorn. It's it's odd. It's it's odd. For no, me, this a little is savory. Uh, not not really not really savory. This is like chocolate uh, cornbread. I've had cornbread recently within the past week. Yeah, it is kind of cornbready. If I just like. You know, drizzled some some nice chocolate syrup on top of it, which I might do in the future. Now that I'm talking myself into it, <laughs> that, that turns it from uh, that turns it into corn cake. Corn cake, yeah. I mean, I could eat some corn cake, but uh, I'll probably give this a four, honestly. I just thought of something. If you frost a loaf of bread, is it a cake? Oh, I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. Yep. Like it's not a good cake. No, there's. There's a definite like there, there aren't eggs in bread, are there? I think you I think can there make is, yeah. you can make bread with eggs in it. Can you? Okay. Yeah, like you can use it as a leavener. I feel like there is it, there must be a difference some like somehow between bread and cake. You know, I I, I hate to like take is huge there sugar tangents. in bread? I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna look this up because I I I need to. I need to solve this. Is cake just sugar bread? That's kind of. Does bread cake, have any is, natural you want me to sugar? Google in it? that. Is cake, is cake sugar bread? Sugar bread. <laughs> is cake sugar bread? Have you guys ever had a loaf, of, a slice of bread, and put a layer of, uh, oh, what was it? Was it not mayonnaise? A um, mayonnaise sandwich. Miracle Whip. But you put like a layer of cream cheese sh- of uh, sugar on it. No. Like, if you... F- okay, Shit, was it mayonnaise? It might be mayonnaise. Anyways. I looked up frosting a loaf of bread, and people are saying, like, frosting pumpkin bread and, like, frosting banana bread. Like, is it still called banana bread, or is it banana cake as soon as uh, a drop of frosting touches the... What came first, the bread or the cake? The, I don't know. We're, these words don't have robust definitions. Yeah, and it's like it's like English language. There's no robust definitions for anything. And the word literally, literally means figuratively. <laughs> robust sounds like a bust. Yep. It's robustively a huge robust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I think we'll uh, we'll head off to intermission and <laughs> today. Yeah, we'll talk more about breads and cakes and stuff on the second half. So, I'll see you guys on the other end. サクサク。ウォーキングバー。サクサク。ウォーキングバー。サクサク。ウォーキングバー。サクサク。ウォーキングバー。サクサク。ウォーキングバー。サクサク。ウォーキングバー。サクサク。ウォーキングバー。サク
We met at Costco. You were so nice. I really wanted to see you again. And rub you. All women. Okay. Does he say rub you? Rub. Rub. rub He's like, but... let me rub. Get the rub, rub. Rub, 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 rub. I rub you. <laughs> rubbing. <laughs> but, uh, yep. Um, that's, um... We met when uh, my hand touched the, um, the huge bulk paper towels. And oh, your hand coming. was placed over mine. They yeah. like, let's rub each other. They addressed the store in the beginning like a person. They're like, so me and Costco Henderson, we were... Uh, <laughs> it, listen, listen, Joe Rogan, it was me and Costco Henderson. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. We called him Costco Henderson because he was always buying shut up. <laughs> he was always saving money. <laughs> Love you, Uncle Joey. But yeah, no. Uh, so if you're uh, any woman in, the, in all of Las Vegas, uh, come to Costco Henderson. Some guy would like to rub you. Is this Costco in Henderson, or is like this is like a special store called Costco Henderson? I'm, I'm... Or is this a city called Costco Henderson? <laughs> yeah, the city limits of Costco Henderson. Welcome to. What kind of great conversation can you have with someone? I, I mean, I guess you could have a great conversation anywhere, but like about what at Costco specifically? The Hendersons? <laughs> like you're buying a Harry and the Hendersons uh, DVD and like, you're like, isn't it funny how we're at uh, Henderson Costco and like, I found this and she's like, yeah, haha, and then walks away. Like, like, out of all oh. the things you could have picked up, you picked up the Hendersons. Um, somebody somebody actually made a joke like that. I can't think of somewhere. any famous people with Someone made a joke Henderson? like that somewhere, Fred? In, in uh, a thrift shop that I was at, he literally, he said that. Like my dad picked up like this little, like figure thing and it was like the guy looked at it looked back up to him out of all the things in this store you picked out you picked this isn't that funny like my dad was just like uh yeah and i've been cursed I ever guess. since don't put that item in your pocket mix up with it's been traveling 27 years to get here what were you saying before we so crudely interrupt you Man, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, well, Fred, you got to I was gonna call bullshit, but I believe you. I had to give context to that. Yeah, there's a rocket student. in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> don't put my rocket in your pocket, and it'll just become one of the other rockets in your pocket. <laughs> so, uh, Fred, you got a crunch seeking fresh, right? <laughs> I do have a crunch seeking fresh. Um. Well, there's one guy, uh, he, uh, he posted a thing, just alterations. And uh, he said, I can do just about any kind of alteration. My prices are very good and I love to be creative. Creative? So do you know I, where this was found? This was found in Craigslist. Uh, for what uh, part of the country? Uh, north, it, our part of the, well, yeah. Massachusetts-ish? yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the low-hanging fruit here is just the Skyrim screen. This is alteration 100. <laughs> So, like, I really don't know what this guy's trying to alter. It's clothes. Um, it's like wedding dresses and stuff. <laughs> yeah, body alterations? Oh, like he's doing body mods. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got an extra fork put in. Do you remember when people Real would put magnets under their skin? What? Oh, yeah, yeah the, the finger magnets. They would put finger magnets, like, just under the tips of their fingers, and they'd be like, I can feel the vibration of the subway when it runs underneath New York oh or God. something like that. They're like, it's like extrasensory perception. It's like, dude, That's you're nice. so stupid. You, you have a fucking magnet. You just yourself up with metal. <laughs> well, like there you, were people who put... Yeah, you walk through a CAT scanner, and you just get your 
fingers ripped off. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. I can never go into any airport ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, a fly, I'm a flight risk. <laughs> Some people put microchips in their wrists to, like, bang, bang themselves in on company doors. Yeah. Oh, my more- God, for the company yeah. on the wrists? Oh. oh. Do they get the company virus when all the little nanites start creeping up their arms? <laughs> That's when you know. So there's also another another guy, uh, Tickler, looking for Tickly. Oh, <laughs> this is this is gleeful. Very wholesome. I have a bachelor's degree in tickling. <laughs> so there was also a fraction after that, uh, ninety three out of one twenty eight. That means really... he's almost finished with his collection of uh, ticklies. <laughs> he's like, this, these are my this these are the amount of people I've tickled, and these are the ones that have laughed. So <laughs> I keep a list. <laughs> Speaking of laughing. Do you like to laugh and squirm out of control? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Woman with very, all caps, ticklish feet. I'm talking to you. It's time for you to learn about the art of tickling. Uh, I don't like feet guy. Yeah, this is... Uh, feet guy? Touch your toes. Dude, feet guy or rub guy? Why does feet guy... Okay, so feet guy could just say, like, I like feet. Let me touch your feet. But instead, he's like, I like tickling. Like, don't pretend to be tickle guy. No, but he also... Is, <laughs> he just, like, somehow being protected. He's like, but explain the art of tickling. It's no, you you like the shit. You're, that's what you're into. Like, you're not fucking... Wait, but if there's, like, like feet Van Gogh guy who's, tickles. like, just the opposite, where he's like, I like it when people touch my feet. And they, like, meet, meet up, and they're, like, the perfect match. I don't know. He seems like he's already uh, found a lot of feet. Maybe he's keeping a feet count. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think Whoa. feet guys should be getting involved in tickle guys' uh, domain. Yeah, what are <laughs> yeah, feet he's... lovers? What do they call them? Uh, pedophiles? <laughs> Pepe files. <laughs> he's trying to get that exposure. The other market. Oh, I get the joke. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, do you giggle and squirm? And maybe get a little aroused during a pedicure. Oh, come on. Is this no. the horny police? Yeah. Wee, 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 wee. I'm not playing the horny police. <laughs> please, please. <that> is... Okay. <laughs> we'll put it right here. But for one second. Yeah. <laughs> Feet have more nerve endings than just about anywhere else in the body. So they truly are the perfect place Almost to Almost anywhere else. <laughs> Yeah, he's really uh, leading us up to uh, another location. The belly. Dude, maybe he's like that thief that likes to suck on the toes. Let me explain to you the mi- mystical erogenous zones. <laughs> got, uh, this is the, just. What, where is this going here? <laughs> well, I mean, he just asks. He puts all his contact he's, info. He's very polite. Yeah. Maybe we should contact him. Email me and tell me a bit about yourself. Okay. Ideally, supply your contact info and a pic in case we lose our CL link to chat. Supply your feet. Yeah. Bonus points. Your name, number, Guys, and shoe size. Bonus points. Oh, yeah. I've been doing bad this semester. I need those bonus points. <laughs> for a pic of your ticklish bare feet. Yeah. So many feet picks. <laughs> Are you ready for some fun? I bet I can make you laugh a lot. Mm. 20 Ooh, exclamation he's points. Like, I, I'll even buy your feet picks. Just, I need the feet picks. Give me the feet. I need more pictures of feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. J. Jonah Tickleman. <laughs> Oh, well, I heard you crunched the sea fresh. I did. It's it's so nice and refreshing to be asked. <laughs> um, so this one came from uh, Paramus, New Jersey. And someone wrote, Want someone to teach me how to throw football, baseball, basketball, etc. Compensation? Not sure. I'm in my late 20s now, and I was never really interested in sports when I was a kid slash growing up. 
I want to learn some sports basics. How to throw, catch, football, baseball, basketball, etc. Looking for lessons and someone to spend a few hours with me a few times just so I can get the basics. I don't know what the going rate would be, so let me know. So the real yeah, question is... What's the going is, rate for a dad these So is this, <laughs> yeah. the, is this the child of the kid... Or the, excuse me, the child of the guy who was in the... The barrel on top of the pole. No, my guys, like, my dad's in the barrel. are <laughs> seeing the collateral like, damage. Just, just an update to the story. Yeah, he's like, my dad was never around to uh, teach me how to throw a football. I'm in my late 20s now. My dad <laughs> likes to live in a barrel. This is the ghost of barrel's future. <laughs> yeah. I just want to know really what the going rate for this would be. Like, I mean, how much, okay, how much money does it take to raise a kid? Probably like uh, uh, thousands of dollars a couple month. hundred dollars. <laughs> how much do I'm going to Google it. Uh, it typically costs two hundred and thirty-three thousand dollars to raise a child over the over till like over z- zero to eighteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, per year, Fred. <laughs> How much money do these people make in this country? It costs about that's that much. Why everybody's in debt. That's Richie Rich. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't blame Fred. <laughs> yeah, you know, I probably would like if I was teaching someone in their late twenties how to throw a football, I'd probably charge. Sixty-nine dollars an hour. Yeah, no, maybe, I think maybe uh, four twenty, but yeah, I don't know. That's but, pretty cheap, though. Yeah, dude, I well, just give hour, one you know. each time. It's like ask your payment. Maybe like four twenty for three hours package okay, deal. Here's how I'll do it. So it'll be sixty-nine dollars an hour, or if you throw the football right on the first try and you throw it through the hoop, it's only four hundred twenty dollars. <laughs> 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 you get upgraded. Yeah, it's the art of the deal. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's all we got for Crunch Seeking Fresh, but we have another fun segment coming up. It's called Release the Presses. It's time! Here no, come. the presses have been liberated! Oh, what? Yes, the presses are free to roam wherever they may. The presses are free! I hate it! Indespicable. Yes, an amazing day for the presses, so... I got a little press release from Invent Help. You might know them from their logo of a caveman inventing a wheel. Mm-hmm. He like is chiseling it with a chisel. <laughs> but uh, they've also they help uh, different inventors kind of like sell their products. And really, what they do is they just buy patents. Like I was gonna they, say, they're a patenting. They're like, I want yeah. this and this and this. So this one comes from Pittsburgh. Uh, someone wrote. I have six cats my daughter has rescued over several years, said an inventor from Warwick, New York. One night, I was having trouble sleeping, and my cat, Crystal, who survived our house fire, jumped onto the bed and began purring next to me. It was so relaxing that I fell asleep. So, she created a prototype for the purring pillow to lull people to sleep with the soothing sound of cat purring. (laughs) The accessory promotes rest and relaxation, and it is designed to ensure a better night of sleep. The pillow is ideal for people who are allergic to cats. But <laughs> Addition- still want to be purred on. Yeah. It's like, I really love the purring, but I just hate the cat. <laughs> Additionally, it features compact, easily portable design that makes it perfect for use at home or while traveling. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You're on the airplane and you're Gross. like... You're like, I'm just gonna get a little bit of shut eye. Wake me up if you need to if you need me to move. And there you're like person sitting next to you is like, oh okay, and then you put you put on your cat purring no, pillow. Catches on fire. No, I guarantee you this isn't <laughs> a cat in my backpack. <laughs> I promise. Like what are some fun ways that you could misuse the purring pillow? 
Um, Imagine like you put it under the couch cushion. <laughs> uh, pick it up when it vibrates. Pick it up and like answer it as a, pho- like a phone. So I'm actually curious to know if like this product is like a vibrating pillow, which I that's what I'm thinking, or if it has like just a shitty speaker and it's like um, those like speak like push and speak like dollar store toys. Oh my god, it's, pr- it's I'm I was picturing it would be like vibrating and stuff. Yeah, see, I'm imagining like you put your head on it and it goes. Like you hit the hard thing that has the batteries in it, and then it's like it's like purse. The trigger button. It meows at you. <laughs> yeah, this is this is just a product that like I I don't know why Invent Help would even like offer to help with this product. Like I don't know. I feel like this market like people who like cats and people who like sleeping. It's like <laughs> it's a match made in heaven. Yeah, this is a. I I can't imagine who would want this. I mean, you could turn someone into a person who loves sleeping with purring cats. I will say that um, this woman who created this product, like she is definitely a saint because she has like continued to take on cats that her daughter has rescued. So like her daughter is just like found another cat and just thrown it into the house with her. <laughs> She's already got six. I mean, like. How's she supposed to like just like, more oh, more is, cats? Here's another one. I wonder how many cats she's just like picked up that have been somebody else's cat. Yeah, oh, I, like the neighborhood cat just <laughs> gets thrown into the house. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uh, missing cat signs in this neighborhood. Huh? All the moggies are gone missing. <laughs> Bring back the moggies. <laughs> she's free hogging the, all the moggies. Hashtag free the moggies. Yep. And uh, our one last segment to kind of round us all out. We have new perspectives, or the listener mail opens up to reveal to us the boundless knowledge of the human mind. And boy, howdy, do we have some boundless knowledge this week. So um, I was checking the the crentfresh at gmail.com email service through my phone, and I noticed that there were a couple of emails that slipped through the cracks. So I figured we'd make sure we give these people our time and respect like we should because they're our valid, uh, valuable listeners. Like the Crentians we are. So uh, this one comes from uh, Mrs. A. Gaddafi. Uh, She says, best regards. Dear friend, I came across your email contact prior a private search whilst in need of your partnership for investment assistance in your country. I am opportune to use this medium to exhibit my legal intentions towards investing to your country under management. I am fully convinced that you will be really of help to help as business partner. My name is Aisha Gaddafi, a single mother and widow. I have three children. I am the only biological daughter of the late Libyan president, Colonel (laughs) Muammar Gaddafi. And the twist. Yes. I have investment funds of (laughs) 27,500,000 U.S. state dollar. U.S. state dollar? Yeah, these are state dollars, baby. Dude, I love my Massachusetts dollar. It's, It's one dollar that has that number on it. can have... Some state dollar as a treat. Yeah, so the rest of this kind of goes just, like, send me some money, give me all your banking info, which I did. I mean, it is our listeners. I she do want to respect them. It's Gaddafi's daughter. Yeah, I mean, like, Muammar Gaddafi, famous, famous <laughs> dictator. How could I say no? Yeah. Especially to $27 million. Like, Dude, $27,000 million. I guess nobody just, turns that down. You could just say we're getting Gaddafi'd. Yep. <laughs> I also got a, uh, a letter from uh, Mrs. Macampola. She says, Dear friend, my present internet connection is very slow in case you received my email in your spam. How are you today? With due respect to your person and much sincerity of purpose. Well, it is a pleasure to contact you on this regard, and I pray that it will turn out to be everlasting relationship for both of us. However, 
It's just my urgent need for a foreign partner that made me contact you for this transaction. So, come on. She, like, uh, she gives me the hook. I need a foreign partner. I'm Gaddafi's lawyer. She's like, I really want to, like, do business with you. You seem like a good person to do business with. And then she's like, actually, I'm just very desperate for business. Like, you know, I could have emailed the barbershop down the road, but I'm emailing you because you're foreign. Because you're the best. Yeah, she says, I am Mrs. Macompola from Burkina Faso, West Africa. I work in the bank as bill and exchange manager. I have opportunity to transferring the leftover fund $5.4 million from one of my bank clients who died in the collapse of the World Trade Center on September 11, 2001. Oh, this is the ultimate twist. Yeah. I have placed this fund into escrow account without name of beneficiary. I will use my position here in the bank to effect hitch-free transfer of fund to your bank account, and there will be no trace. I don't know why there has to be no trace. I thought this was like a legit business transaction. Yeah, a title just popped on the screen that said the gang takes the 9-11 money. Uh, yeah, this turned into like an innocent thing, like, oh, I can give you some money, into like a spy movie kind of deal. The uh, best part of this is, I agree that 40% of this money will be for you as my foreign partner, 50% for me, and 10% for the expenses that will occur in this transaction. So, come on, she's doing me real dirty. Like, 40%? 40 fucking percent. Did she get, why does she get 50%? That's insane. <laughs> and then the 10%, what kind of fees? Like, 10... 10% fees just to move money around? No, I thought thanks. that's what the 50% was for. I thought that's what Wells Fargo was for. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, big thanks to all our international listeners who reached out to us for money and uh, banking info. Get those Crent funds, you know, send in those box tops. You know, we, yeah. we know they're listening at least. We're about to launch Crent Coin. It's our new yeah. uh, crypto initiative. Mm-hmm. Uh, you it, can send, if you're interested in buying some Crent Coins, send an email to crentfresh at gmail.com. Yeah, well, we'll also review your money. If you want to send it over, we'll, we'll uh, take a good look at it. Yeah, write, we'll the write some funny stuff on a dollar bill and send it to us. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that's all I got for uh, for this segment. So... You guys got anything to plug this week? Anything special? Uh, no, you know, just good old Twitter, at Gooseboons. Oh, it's Foncho Huddy. And uh, Foncho, have you been working on a, uh, a new project? That there's some, It's conceptualized, right? Yes. Yeah, so if you're interested in seeing that conceptualized project uh, manifest itself, uh, go to magnamorphous.org. It's the place where we post all this content. Yeah, yeah. If you want to hear about this, um, updates at it's Foncho Huddy at Twitter. Yep. Uh, Fred, what do you got? And there has been an update on Vape Duck. We Any minute now, guys. Any minute now. Vape Duck. Yeah, so Vape Duck, he's very active. Uh, you should follow him. He has a profile picture. Not. <laughs> and uh, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Manana Hammock. Uh, I, I just post shit. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> what else do we get? We post uh, shit. We're all. We got a YouTube. We got a YouTube channel with a with some stuff. I We're think dumb badminton boys. Sh- shout out to the god, big man Tyrone. Yeah. Oh, shout out yes. to big man Tyrone for the voiceover, and shout out to Bulldata for the use of our theme song, Roadhouse Ruse, and uh, give them a listen on Bandcamp. I haven't plugged that in a while, but both albums they have on there are fantastic. Yes. And uh, yep, magnamorphous.org, crentfresh at gmail.com. You know the drill. And uh, let's uh, get on the ground and drill our way out of here.
Women with very, all caps, ticklish feet. I'm talking to you. Magnamorphous! 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 Dot org.